Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Hello, Gotham. Joker's back in town. I'm not wearing hockey pants. And now you're listening to the new and improved Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast with your host, Alfred. No! So now Marvel is serious in developing their own solo Nova project. And all I gotta say is, holy shit, it's about goddamn time. You see, ever since they made their debut in the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1 movie, where they formed their defense blockade, do you remember that? Where the yellow spaceships are forming together and they're making a blockade, stopping Ronan the Accuser's spaceship from crashing onto planet Xandar. The Marvel fans have been dying, dying for them to return. This time, they want them to return as their own dominant entity. Now, for those of you who don't know who the Nova Corps is, they're an intergalactic police force. They're charged with maintaining peace, law, and order in the entire galaxy. They're basically Marvel's version of the Green Lantern Corps, which makes sense because Marvel and DC draws influences from each other all the time, and this is no different. Like Catwoman and Black Cat, or Avengers and Justice League, Batman and Moon Knight, you know, Batman Beyond Spider-Man 2099. You, you, you get what I'm trying to say here. Like, there are always mirroring groups and mirror heroes with personalities and powers and storylines. So, like I said, this is really no different whatsoever. Now, the movie will most likely, if I had to guess, if I had to put my bottom dollar on it, the movie will probably center around the best Nova character, Richard Rider who has been the most important one since the entire Marvel comics ever since the 1970s. Or, they'll feature him and the current Nova character in comics today, Sam Alexander, which could maybe entail that he could be Ryder's protege in the MCU. It could be one or it could be both, you know? Or it could be neither. But, like I said, if I had to bet my bottom dollar on it, it'll probably be Richard Ryder. With the movie on its way, that can only mean a great threat will make its way facing against them and our current heroes. I predict this movie will take place during Marvel Phase 5, of course, after the events of Marvel Phase 4, since we know what's going to happen in the next 3 years. I predict it's going to be during Marvel Phase 5, and it's going to feature either Galactus, Kanga Conqueror, or any other great threat that's going to make Thanos look like child's play. It's going to make Thanos look like a fucking ant version of himself, so to speak. It's interesting to see where they're going to go with Nova. If you're a huge Star Wars fan, or if you're a huge Guardians of the Galaxy fan, this is most likely your bread and butter. Now, as always, with any other film that we know that's going to be coming in the near future, they have to have good writing. They have to have a great director that has the great vision in terms of where this movie is going to take place or how this movie is going to take place. And they need a good actor because if they choose a shitty actor, which let's face it, Kevin Feige, he has his moments of choosing certain people where they should not be in current MCU projects. <clears throat> Excuse me, uh, uh, Brie Larson. <clears throat> oh, ooh. oh, I'm sorry. I, I think I had something stuck in my throat. <laughs> But, as I said, it's going to be in charge of the director himself. So, we'll see what happens. 
An interesting fact that I completely overlooked, and this one is going to be very fascinating to learn about. Around 8 months ago, when Avengers Endgame came out on DVD and Blu-ray together, there were so many people that was looking for Easter eggs. And apparently, the Russo brothers went onto Twitter and said, Hey, you want to find this Easter egg because Nova, Richard Ryder, is actually in the movie somehow. If you can find him, there you go, you found the Easter egg. And there were people that were going nuts. There were people that were going ecstatic. Especially the hardcore Marvel fans where they're like, what? Word? Nova's in this movie? Let me try to find him. And then, turns out a couple of hours later, they went onto Twitter again saying that it was all a joke. Now, the Russo brothers are not stupid. They know a lot of people hold on to their words like fucking gospel. There are people that treat them as gods. For all of the work and all of the stuff that they actually presented to us, the audience. So they should have known that their so-called quote-unquote joke would actually backfire in numerous aspects. There were fans that were pissed. You can go on YouTube right now and there are videos dedicated to people actually finding the Nova Corps. Or at least Nova's Richard Ryder. Maybe a little helmet that actually shows who they are in terms of being behind Doctor Strange in some way. Now, mind you, if the Nova Corps would have been included in Avengers Endgame, we would have definitely known about it, and it would have been breaking fucking news. And they would have had some way in terms of introducing them as either a post credit scene, or maybe a credit scene that had to do with future films. But then again, there's only been one film after Avengers Endgame, and that was Spider-Man Far From Home. So I can understand why they didn't include them. But this actually takes into face value that they were included. In this case, it was confirmed by the Russo brothers after that they had nothing to do with them. So since they're serious now in terms of making this project, I'm interested to see where they're going to go. And I'm also interested to see a gigantic war between them and whoever the main villain or the main antagonist is going to be. I would love to see them together with the Guardians of the Galaxy and Thor again. That'd be a very interesting movie. But we'll see what happens. Now that it's been confirmed that they're serious in making their project, all we can do is wait and see what happens next. Marvel Phase 5, I say sometime after 2023, is going to be something to look forward to. Hopefully, it does not get canceled or get postponed numerous times and we don't get another fucking pandemic like this again in the future. I'm just saying, I'm just being optimistic here. I really am. But that's all we have for today on this episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 Podcast. If you like what you heard, you can continue to share it. Continue to tell your friends, your mother, your brother, your sister. Hell, tell your pets. Maybe they find a way to get on the computer and actually click onto my shit. I don't know. For all we know, technology is changing, so the animals can change too. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about anymore, but it's very interesting to say the least. <laughs> Sometime tonight or tomorrow morning, Outside the Comics will actually have its own Twitter and Instagram page. And it's most likely going to be Outside the Comics Volume 2. So be on the lookout for that. You can send your questions, your comments, your concerns on those pages. Outside the Comics Volume 2. I'm definitely going to somehow post a link in terms of either on Spotify or on my Instagram or on my Twitter page, The MG Voices. So as I said, be on the lookout for that. Once again, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for supporting me. Now, 
before we end this, let's do our anonymous quote of the day. And this is from the movie Justice League Dark Apocalypse War. Accept the things you cannot change. Have the courage to change the things you can. And have the wisdom to know the difference. My reaction to that is, this is probably one of the best quotes that I've ever read in my life. And I will take this to heart because now I know more or less in terms of what I want to do for my future. And I'm sure you do as well. Tune in next time where we're going to talk about any other news related stuff that goes on in the world of comic books. Or maybe we're probably doing a looking back episode. I don't know. A part of me really wants to do Batman v Superman. But I feel like that people have dissected that movie so many times already. It kind of feels like it's going to be beating up a dead horse. Then again, I was actually contemplating in terms of doing a review from movies from the early 2000s all the way to like... I'd say 2004-2005. That'd be very interesting to say the least. Because, let's face it, I am a nostalgic person, so I tend to look back in terms of how good and bad some movies were back then and compare it to now. So, I definitely like to do that. To see how the transition went from then all the way till now. Yeah. Yeah, why not? It seems like it'd be a good idea. But which one should I do? Maybe I can start from making a list and see what came out first, and then once during the week, I can actually do that, if there are no any major news going on. Eh, eh, we'll see what happens. As of right now, I'm done, I'm through, peace out.